Hello world and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday, March 5th, 2021 for episode 466. Maybe it's not March 5th for you, but it is March 5th for me. I'm glad you're here. Let's put one in for the archives for the weather so we future generations will know what the weather is. I like to just kind of leave that timeline. It's chilly here in central New York this morning. 18 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like one degree. Highs are going to be about 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are currently out of the west, northwest, 15 miles per hour. Possible snow in the forecast, but not till next Saturday. That's a long time away. Here in central New York, if you don't like the weather, they always say just wait a minute and it will change. We got a lot to talk about. Speaking of change, we'll talk about some change in the show and much, much more right when we come back. Stick around. And we're back. We are back. Let's dive right into our quote. This is from Roy T. Bennett. And I know that name sounds familiar. I have definitely had a quote from Roy T. Bennett before. I don't know who he is. I should check it out. Okay, here we go, though. Don't waste your time in anger, regrets, worries, and grudges. Life is too short to be unhappy. Roy T. Bennett. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good one, and I think that life is very short. We were talking just the other day about what Heath Ledger said about how uh, we always ask we, we forget to ask people, are you happy? You know, and life is too short to be unhappy. So try to try to be happy today. Try to live your life to the fulfillest. Fulfillest? Is that correct? I don't know. Tomorrow is my little sister's birthday. Happy birthday. So she turns 38. Hard to believe, man. I feel old. She was, I was 12 when she was born. And it was uh, it's just awesome. I remember just watching her and having fun doing that, and she's growing up now. Man, it just makes me feel old. So let's jump around. You know how this show is. I always just kind of jump topic to topic to topic, and I just said at the beginning of the show about uh, change. And if you know, I am sober, which feels fantastic, and I'm coming up on... Well, I don't know. I think, yeah, August will be six years. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that feels great. And But unfortunately, I picked back up this cigarette habit after I had quit. And that's one of those things that I've been just struggling with, with cigarettes. But I found something. I found an alternative. And I'm very excited what I found. The name of um, the alternative it's called Oklahoma Smokes. There's no additives, no heavy metals, no pesticides. It's just pure, clean hemp flour. Yeah, hemp flour. They look, I don't even want to call them cigarettes because they're smokes. I'd rather call them smokes because they, um, they just, they look... They look like a cigarette, 
but since there's no tobacco in them and no nicotine, it's hard to call it a cigarette. So I call it a smoke. And they smell kind of, what's that? Yeah, it does kind of smell like cigarette, but not as strong as marijuana. And there's only a small trace amount of THC, like 0.03%, something where you're not going to get high. But there does have CBD in it, and it keeps you mellow. It is a great alternative to cigarettes for me. It's helping me. I haven't had a cigarette today. So I feel really good about that. And I love how their motto is, it's okay to be a quitter. I thought that was awesome. And uh, yeah, Oklahoma Smokes is the name of them. Tobacco-free, nicotine-free. And you can find them at itsoklahomas.com. Itsoklahomas.com and get your own all natural hemp flower smokes. See, I call them smokes instead of cigarettes. It was it was easy, but they're good. I you know I, I the thing that I like about them too is um, the smoke doesn't linger or anything. They're very mild. I as a smoker, I never smoke in the house anyways. But with these, since they're so, they it's not tobacco and it, and there's no nicotine or tobacco in them. I've been smoking them in the house, and the smoke just dissipates really quickly, and it doesn't linger. And if anything, I don't mind the smell. The smell of uh, yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> All right. So enough about that for now. We'll jump back around about uh, other things. You know how we are here. We live on a planet. We just kind of talk about stuff. Oh, I want to talk about when we come back. Something my speaking of another alternative, we'll talk about that alternative when we come back. Stick around. Welcome back. So, I am very thankful for Oklahoma Smokes. I was just maybe I stumbled through that segment. You know how it is here. We live on a planet, we it is perfectly imperfect podcast. We don't edit, we don't re redo, it's one and done, just like life. We're here to have fun and just share thoughts and ideas and stuff. So I hope you got the gist of just how, I mean, I think that these are, yeah, that's how I'm feeling about them because I, I'm not smoking. I, you know, I woke up this morning and I wanted a cigarette really bad because it's, you know how it is. As soon as you wake up, if you're a smoker, you're going to want a cigarette right away. It's just kind of your routine. But the thing that's neat about these Oklahoma smokes is since they feel and look like a cigarette and everything, you're getting that, that feel of a cigarette. And so it really works. They work. And, uh, I'm thankful that I found Oklahoma Smokes. All right, enough about that. Let's talk about another alternative. Rasa. Have you ever heard of Rasa? R-A-S-A? It's a coffee alternative my wife found. It reminds me of the stuff the Civil War guys used to drink, chicory. And there is chicory in it. Um, I said to her as soon as she opened it up and looked at it, I said, 
um, honey, that's the stuff this guys in the Civil War used to drink because you couldn't get coffee in the Civil if you if you could get coffee, you were an officer or rich or something like that. But for the most part, you're drinking chicory. But she got it in this like I don't know if I'm saying it right, a Grosch pot. G R O S C H pot. And it's kind of like a pressure style, French style pot. Um, it's called like an espresso maker. So you put your rasa in that and your water and it bubbles or boils all up with steam. And it was different. It was, I am a coffee drinker. I like coffee a lot better. And um, so it was okay. I, I reminded me of what the guys in the Civil War probably would have drank is all I could think of. Um, okay, what else we're going to talk about? We are stocked up at the house here. My wife, if you follow the show, you know that she's in something at her job. They call it a soapbox club or something where they each pay a certain amount every week and then your name gets drawn. And if your name gets drawn, people buy you the stuff that is on your list. And it's all non-perishable stuff. So it's like toiletries and soap and detergents and anything anything that you can think of that's non-perishable and our name got picked so we are stocked up and we feel all it's funny because she came home with so much toilet paper and I felt like remember when the whole COVID when COVID first broke out you couldn't find toilet paper it was like the worst we had a bunch the other day and I said to her as we were bringing it into the house I'm like, I'm wondering if our neighbors are looking at us and saying, ah, ah, it's them. They're the ones that take all the toilet paper. And it's like, no, 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 we don't. We won. We won something. <laughs> uh, okay. I got to catch up with a friend the other day, which was really nice. And, you know, you know that this person was a true friend when you can talk to him for 40 minutes and it feels like five minutes and you haven't talked to them in years and years and years. And that's what happened with this friend of mine, Doug, the other day. And it was really nice to get to talk to him. And we're going to be getting together soon. I'm not sure when. It's so hard with COVID. You know, COVID just blows. It just makes it so hard to get together and do things. Except there's a bunch of states that are opening up and going completely restricted. Uh, not restricting, duh. Um, lifting the restrictions of the mass mandates. So that's different. Who knows what, what's going to happen there? Not sure there. Um, okay, so that was nice catching up with a friend and everything like that. And we will be right back. And when we come back, we'll talk some more stuff and things, I promise. Stick around. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you so much for coming back. I know we're all over the place on this podcast. That's the way we usually are. That's what I enjoy, though, because I'm just talking to you. I'm talking to a friend, and friends just kind of chat. Speaking of chatting, I got to visit with my dad the other day, and I needed to because I haven't seen him in so long. And I brought one of my – I have a Shure MV50, uh, MV51 microphone and you can travel with it, and it hooks right up 
lightning. There's a lightning um, port for your phone, for your iPhone. And I did an interview with my dad. Well, not interview, but just conversation. And it was nice. And it's something that I'm thinking about putting out for a podcast so I can archive it and have it. And that would be nice. And we just talked about so many things. And I learned quite a bit from my dad. I think it's important to sit down and anybody in your life and just kind of make a little list of things that maybe you wouldn't normally ask them and then ask them. And one of the things I always try to remember, like Keith Ledger asked, are you happy? Speaking of conversations, I found a podcast called, and it's Canadian, and it's not Canadian Politics is Boring, which you've heard me talk a lot about, but it's called Conversations with Canadians with Mike Ryan. And you can find it at Conversations underscore with underscore Canadians with Mike, uh, with Mike Ryan. And it's all things Canadian. And they're my friends to the north. They're only three and a half some odd hours away from where I live. It's one of the nicest countries I ever visited. Uh, the people are so friendly. It was very clean when I was in Toronto. Now, granted, this was back in the 80s. I haven't been to Toronto since the 80s, but it was very, very nice there. And they're just very friendly people. So, yeah, check out that speak because I was since I said conversations it kind of brought that in and uh, my buddy from high school said he saw my commercial that I did for Carpe the other day he lives in Florida he saw it on ESPN so I was excited about that and then my cousin I woke up this morning and saw I had a message from my cousin who said she saw my commercial that I did for Carpe as well it still blows me away that this commercial uh when i watch it or see it on tv that i'm like this isn't just local this is a national commercial that is run everywhere and it's been running for almost not quite a year but close to it on tv and i'm excited for that still and proud of it and it was fun to work with carpe and um, you've heard me talk plenty about them. All right, when we come back, we're going to learn instead of me just rambling. You don't want that smoke. I do not want that smoke. I want Oklahoma smokes, and that's what I'm having during the break. And when we come back, we're going to learn something. All right, stick around. We got that. We'll be right back. And magically, just like that, we're back. You got that, Chief? I do. <laughs> oh, boy. My producer's on one today. All right, what are we going to talk about next? All right, let's head on over to the facts site. Learn a couple facts about Snapchat. I rarely use it. I do have a landing page. I Well, I don't know if it's a landing page. I have Snapchat for, for We Live on a Planet, strictly, and to see what my nieces are up to because it's a good way to just kind of follow family and my one of my daughters um, has it. But uh, drinks are a popular feature 
According to recent statistics, a staggering 93% of Snapchat users have sent a picture to someone else of their drink. Over 60% sent pictures of people they don't even know. Drinks, huh? Showing them what they're drinking. It's been beaten only by Facebook. Snapchat has become so popular now that Facebook is the only rival which can beat it. Snapchat regularly ranks at number two, just behind our favorite social networking app. I just, I don't use it. Uh, best friends or no best friends. Snapchat users went slightly crazy in 2015 when the best friends feature was taken away. Well, you can't miss what you don't know because I was not on Snapchat in 2015. You know, it's weird though. I've been on Facebook for 12 years. It hit me the other day that I've been on since 2009. Crazy. Um, well, if at first you don't succeed, try again. The founders, Evan Spiegel, Reggie Brown, Poster, and Bobby Murray, or Murphy, excuse me, had tried 34 projects before coming up with the idea of Snapchat. Their, their idea was criticized, but it's a good job that they didn't listen to anybody. You know what I mean? No matter how many times somebody's going to tell you you can't do it or you're not going to make it or whatever, you just never know. you got to keep pushing forward. Its original name was Peekaboo. When it first started in 2011, it was named Peekaboo. But in 2012, it was renamed to Snapchat. There are more than 7 billion pictures and videos per day. This article is a little bit older, so these um, figures could be a little bit higher, and I, I, I bet they are. As of 2016, yeah, see, so this article is a little bit older. There are over 7 billion pictures and videos um, that are viewed every single day on, by Snapchat users. This amount increased from 2 billion in May in 2015. Filters are one of the most popular features. And then here's one of the reasons that I was saying, too, this could be just because I'm a male, but it's women like it more than men. 70% of people using Snapchat are female, leaving just 30% the male population. Once again, this is an older article, so it could be a little bit different. And then uh, Facebook really wants Snapchat. Mark Zuckerberg first offered a billion dollars for Snapchat, and he was declined. He came back with a $3 billion offer and then was declined, rejected. Once again, he returned the next day promising a check for $4 billion dollars. His offer was not accepted. Denied. Denied, denied, denied. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll learn more things, I promise. We'll be right back. It's so magical. Yay, we're back. The crowd seems to love it. Settle down now. Okay. <laughs> we are at the... History Channel's website. We're going to take that gray thing, all that gray matter that we have on top of our our uh, shoulders, and work it out right now. Get some wrinkles on that gray matter. 
some convolutions and extrapolations. March 5th, 1963, the hula hoop. You know what it is, a hip swivel toy. Became a huge fad across America when it was first marketed by Whammo. 1958. It's patented by the company's co-founder, Arthur Spud Mellon. An estimated 25 million hula hoops were sold in the first four months of production alone. Holy snikes. 1963, the hula hoop swivel toy becomes a huge fad. I cannot, sw- I cannot, I was going to say swivel. I, I can swivel a little bit, but I can't hula hoop. I've tried. I can get it, or, you know, I'll go around a couple times, but I can't hula hoop to save my life. All right, scrolling. We're scrolling right along to see what is next on the History Channel's website. Here's one in Colonial America. 1770, the Boston Massacre. The Boston Massacre, we all learned about that in school. But, you know, I wonder if you're in Britain, what they call it. They don't call it a massacre. You know, we're here in America, so we call it a massacre. But it's strange, you know, I did a lot of uh, those three years at Fort Ontario right here in Oswego and learned a lot. And I learned, too, at the Boston Massacre that, you know, you got to remember the victors write the history books, you know. And um, I'm, I love America and everything like that. But these two, these soldiers that were, these British soldiers that were told to stand guard and protect this area were being taunted by colonial Americans. And they started throwing stones and, well, snow and everything like that. But inside some of these snowballs were stones. And they start, like, coming towards these British soldiers more and more and more and... It's like these soldiers are told, whatever you do, do not let anybody into this one area. And then we I, and then we know what happened. I mean, shots were fired, unfortunately, and then it was a massacre. People were killed and everything like that. But there's more to that story. You know what I mean? There's a lot that goes on with that uh, the Boston Massacre. And like I said, if you were living in um, Britain right now, I don't think they would call it that. All right, <laughs> enough about that. Let me get off this. There we go. That was my little soapbox that I was on for a second. Uh, 1946, Churchill delivers the Iron Curtain speech. Winston Churchill's famous Iron Curtain speech. 1966, art literature and film history. Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler hits number one with the Ballad of the Green Berets. That song is like solemn sounding to me. Gotta Google that or go to Apple Music and listen to that if you can find it on Apple Music. 1868, impeachment trial of Andrew Johnson begins. Here's one in World War. Now, as always, I just skim the fat. There's articles on these. You can open them up, read more, learn more about it. World War II, 1953, Joseph Stalin dies. Joseph Stalin, the leader of the Soviet Union since 1924, dies in Moscow. Alrighty. 1969, crime Jim Morrison of the Doors is charged with lewd behavior at a Miami concert. <laughs> oh, Jim. 
And in 1929, an invention in science, David Buick dies. On this day in 1929, David Dunbar Buick, the founder of the Buick Motor Company, dies. In a, a relatively obscure and meager circumstances at the age of 74. Wow. That seems like we'll wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. We'll wrap that up uh, this day of history. A little shout-out to Dave Chappelle's show from way back in the day. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. We'll finish off this show. And welcome back. All right, I wanted to finish off a couple more things about uh, Oklahoma Smokes. It is not cigaweed. <laughs> it's uh, it's hemp, and hemp. Don't worry, it's legal, so you don't have to worry about that either. Um, hemp is legal. Yes, after the 2018 U.S. Farm Bill was passed, hemp has been legalized for farming, processing, and consumption in most states. Most states. But uh, yeah, so the quality of these Oklahoma smokes too. It's really neat. They have where you can scan. They have a little uh, QRD thing, and it tells the lab results of the product that you're getting. And everything from, like, mammalian whatever to making sure there's no how many uh, bug casings or anything that are not in these you know and so it's really neat and they it's clean it's pure and i really encourage you to go check out oklahoma smokes if you're struggling with cigarettes and uh which has been a bane of my existence cigarettes have really you know i hear i've been able to kick alcohol and be sober but i'm telling you it is uh It's something I'm looking forward to kicking is cigarettes, and these are helping. Oh, and the thing is, too, you're not going to get addicted to Oklahoma smokes. Hemp is not addictive. Just packed with goodness, these Oklahoma things. Not things. (laughs) Smokes. You know how I am. Um, But, yeah, you might feel a sense of relaxation and calm. But like I said earlier, there's such a small amount of THC that you're not going to get high. And, um, yeah, Oklahoma Smokes. Check out it's oklahomas.com to find out more information about them. And as always, please do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And... Be kind, you know, be kind to one another. Thanks for letting me ramble with you today. Thanks for letting me share stuff that are alternatives. We talked to a coffee alternative. We talked to a cigarette alternative. And, um, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed talking with you. And I look forward to talking to you again Monday. Stick around. No, not stick around. We're done. (laughs) I was going to say stick around. When we come back, we'll finish off the show. We're finishing off the show right now. All right, my friends. (laughs) Peace.